And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Gravelone's uh, Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, where they have brand new Toro lawnmowers, brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 621. May 17th, 2021, 93 degrees on this day in 1987 and 31 degrees on this day in 1915, which means in 1987 the kids were swimming because the parents were smart enough to have called Aquaside and gotten the right products to keep the uh, beach free of weeds and muck. Get the muck out. That's what uh, Aquaside does. You call them, they'll identify your problem and make sure you get the right products, which are safe and endorsed by the EPA and DNR. Call Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company, at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. They've been keeping beaches clear of weeds for more than 60 years. Woo! We're, uh, we're having lunch right now. You keep talking. We started at 1, right? Where's we got the, 8 minutes. Where's the music thing? Don't have it, bro. Jeez. <laughs> You're listening to a live podcast on Garage Logic. <laughs> Here's All right, Joe Souchere. Let's solve the mask dilemma, shall we? Okay. I was just handed this prior to the show. I got to change glasses. I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> Today, St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter signed Executive Order 2021-21, requiring face masks to be worn indoors in all city-controlled facilities and at all businesses licensed by the city at all times when social distancing of at least six feet is not mandated except for temporary removal of face covering when eating or drinking. All businesses are strongly encouraged to continue to require that all individuals wear a face covering indoors at all times when social distancing of six feet is not maintained. The renewed mask requirement comes as the statewide mask mandate lifts and as local public health officials continue to work on the, the, the vaccination. All right, now I was reading this. Uh, the, ma- the mask mandates in the Twin Cities persist even as the statewide requirement has been lifted. The disparity has led to confusion, like at Uteples Brewing. I don't know what that is. Huh? Yeah, you, you, yeah, Utapils. Utapils? Utapils, eh? Utapils. Huh? Yeah, Utapils. Yeah, Utapils, brewing. Where manager Jolene says staff had to do a little gentle reminding. Okay, I talked to the guy that worked at the liquor store I go to. Okay. <laughs> Quite often, huh? No, I. <laughs> Good buddies? <laughs> Every other day. Well, I, I do have a fiduciary often. responsibility. Sure. First Small name business. basis and all. Yeah. I said, okay, is it up to you to require mass in your store? And he said, yes, because I'm licensed by the city. So he's he would be subject to this new Melvin Carter diktat. And was he? Did yes. You, you, yes. So you did have a mask on. Yes. Uh, but if you're not licensed by the city, I got to think a hardware store is not licensed by the city. I wouldn't think so. Okay, then Fratelloni, you want. Then Fratelloni so can make up his own rules. I already uh, was in touch with Mike Fratelloni, and I said, okay, what about... Shoreview, 
are, are you allowed in your Shoreview store to have masks on? He said, outside of the cities, it's up to the customer. They're not saying anything either way. Most of their staff will be wearing masks, maybe not 100% any longer, uh, but very close. So their customers outside of their city stores are not required to wear a mask. But because St. Paul and Minneapolis is mandating you have to wear a mask, I'm sure that they have a license of some sort. Wouldn't there be a, uh, a inspector to come in and check their stairs and their uh, availability? Who? Or? Uh, Fred Loney's. Each each hardware store. Each no, no, each no, bakery. No, 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 no. No, and so Such, I mean, in reality, what's gonna stop anybody from in Minneapolis from just saying, screw the masks, you don't have to wear them. Well, I'm pleased to say here that the Garage Logic podcast number six hundred and twenty one is live at the uh, auto show. The first ever auto show outdoors in a great number a great number of GLers are here. We're at the Schilling Amphitheater. A part of the fairgrounds I've never even seen before. Standing room only. This is where Heritage Square used to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is where you uttered to me when we were in the blacksmith's par uh, shop part of Heritage Square, you said, I don't do this rural bleep that <laughs> wandered off. All right. Well, what I was, I, I wanted to say with some pride that I don't see a single mask in the GL crowd. Thank Not you. a single oh. mask. Fantastic. Yeah. Here, here. Here, here. Which is perfectly fine because we're outdoors. But if you did see a mask, what would your reaction be? I'd be puzzled. I'd be puzzled. Uh, again, be, but again, you never know the reasons people have them on. But uh, I was talking to some people over the weekend. This COVID has really changed the country, hasn't it? It's, yes. It's really, really changed the country, uh, behaving in ways that we've, we've never behaved. There was a mix-up at the Loon Cafe. Uh, near Target Field, Twins fans were coming in from outside the cities were less likely to be aware of the rules in Minneapolis. So, so you've got that rural-urban mix that's uh, got confusion. Minneapolis Health Commissioner Gretchen Musicant laid out some of the data Friday uh, that helped inform the city's decision. She said only 28% of the city's black population has gotten their first dose in only 35% of Latinos. Well, why? What's stopping a black resident of Minneapolis from getting the vaccine? Don't ask me. I live out in the sticks. No, that's a great, that's a great question. And there, I, don't know what the, I don't know what the stats are. Go get why. a vaccine. Just go get a vaccine. You're watching the news. You're reading the newspapers. You know what's going on on the Internet. Why don't you want to get... Well, here, why are the numbers so low is what we're saying. Here's what this health commissioner said. The question of how shall we proceed rests on a goal we have as a city to lead with the notion of equity and to protect our populations equitably, music can't sit. What the hell does that mean? I have no idea because the word equity is what you have in your house. Right. It doesn't, there, it's being conflated with the word equality. Right. It's, it's, it's used wrong here. Uh, Maybe, maybe the Minneapolis Department of Health has not done a good enough job urging black and Latino citizens to get a vaccine. You can't have a television on, a radio on, any station without have, hearing a PSA that says, uh, wear your mask, keep well, social distancing, wash your hands. Everybody's heard about it. Everybody knows about it. Everybody knows about the vaccine. So what the, the second reason is, no, nah, they don't trust it. Yeah, all right. Okay, then the reason after that would be 
uh, I can't get to the Mall of America, or I don't have an. App- I don't know how to but do an they, appointment. They're throwing them out at Walgreens yeah. and Walmart and every place. You, you, you damn near could get them. one by accident. Yeah, you don't need yeah. an appointment. There's yeah. a million yeah. places. Stumble you can into log. a you needle. Get one at the gas station. Come on. Stumble into a needle. <laughs> yeah, just where I want to get my COVID shot at the gas station. One more point of confusion. Okay. A mask mandate is also still in place in St. Paul. Local governments and private businesses are free to enforce their own rules. So, so again, right. the liquor store must not be a private business. Correct. It is a licensed business subject to the whims of the bureaucracy. Yeah, your great mayor. Okay, what would, yeah. be, a, what would be a business not licensed At by the... At the Knack Hardware and Lounge, which is not licensed by the city of Garage Logic, there is currently no mask requirement. Okay. At the Knack Hardware and Lounge, and there's no social distancing requirement at the NAC Hardware. Uh, Rook, did they have them at the lamplighter last night? Uh, they were out. They were out. They ran out. Somebody <laughs> left the freezer door open, and they all, they all got warmed. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a pretty crazy Sunday night there. Uh, John Heights with us, ladies and gentlemen. John Heights down on the end here. Johnny Height. And I only mention John because uh, I'm sure you'll cover in your newscast the uh, lawmakers having reached a budget yes, agreement. Yes, I have that story. Which yes. does not preclude them from having a special session. Nope. In fact, uh, they might wrap her up around June. Uh-huh. They're coming back. All right, we'll save that for you. Yeah, save that. And then... Uh, Why? I got a question for you. Kenny, thanks for uh, leaving... Is this going to be a short question? It's going to be a short question. <laughs> I just wanted to thank Kenny for leaving me his Windex and his glass cutter at the lamplighter, too. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, what is the lamp lighter? I'm missing the joke. Oh, oh. You light the lamp, bro. You light the lamp. Oh. Why are you... Is it a strip joint? <laughs> I, didn't uh, even think there, a, yeah. I didn't even think there were any more in St. Paul. That's lamp lighter's pretty no old school, too. I don't know. Why are you printing... <laughs> how many trees are you saving? You, you have four stories printed on two pieces of paper. Why do you why do, you do this? I'm very conscientious of... Uh, I understand that you recycle, but I can't see. decipher what oh. you're reading there. Well, you don't have to. I know I don't have to, but I don't know how you do it. Well, I'm a trained professional. I like I a nice, clean copy. Hey, how about this? 73rd fishing opener in the state of Minnesota. Walsey goes up there, apparently on Friday night. Yep. Hides somewhere where nobody could see him. <laughs> and then he gets up at 4 in the morning. Well, he's going to go fishing. That's when you get up to go fishing. He grabs, a, he grabs a local guide. He goes out. He catches a perch. Little, just one a little. perch. Come on. Then he, then he gets in the car was and it splits. A keep, was it a keeper? I don't know. Then he gets in the car and splits because obviously he got wind yeah. of really a lot of people in Ottertail County yeah. who wanted to give him what for. Yeah. And he did not give him his presence they, in order to do that. They had a welcoming committee. Yeah. Their mistake is <laughs> uh, they didn't welcome him on Friday night when they should have. Right. You know, they, they thought they were going to do it Saturday. It didn't work out. He ran with his tail between his legs. So it was basically a covert operation, huh? <laughs> yeah, a covert And was the, was the, was the little perch, <laughs> the did it wiggle, opener. or was it straight like <laughs> Ricey's, like Richard Ricey's <laughs> frozen? We got no uh, report uh, we got no report on the on the perch itself. Okay. No okay. Report. And that was a release, right? He threw that baby right back he in. He had an important reason to come back to St. Paul. So well, he was going to participate in the budget here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nego- negotiations. Negotiations. Very important. 
Never mind there were 700 people waiting to wag their finger at him and say, you've and, ruined my business. four TV stations yeah, and everything yeah. else, yeah. Well, uh, okay, Wild won in overtime. That was a pretty good game. Very good game. Erickson Eck. Yeah. Isn't that wow. nice to hear? Hey, did you hear? The Wild won in overtime. Yeah. yeah. I, loved, I love saying that. We always blow it. We don't win anything. I'm trying to drink water through the microphone. It's that nice doesn't really work. It's nice to hear that they did win, and now we got the Knights on the run. Tuesday night is the next game? I don't think I'd put it like that. Not on the run. No, I don't. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. We got them on their edges, the, the, the skates. The shots on goal were, uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Man. Hey, hot goalie. <laughs> huh? We got a hot goaltender. I have a climate change update. Got it. What a segue. <laughs> Very good segue. Well, it's come to this. It's come to this, has it? Here we go. <laughs> the Minnesota Zoo put down. That means they killed them. Right, sure. Yeah. The two remaining musk oxen this spring, after the state's warming climate became too much for the animals which are native to the Arctic tundra. Let me stop right there. What in the what? Why then did you have them in the first place? God, I hate zoos. I really do. You bring down a couple of musk oxen from the Arctic tundra. What do you expect? Right. This isn't the Arctic tundra. No. Along about May 17th today, we're going to get up to the 80s. Right. Why don't... Why the musk oxen did not sign up for this. Why couldn't we just bring them back? Yeah. <laughs> I would have thrown guys. I would have thrown a dollar into the kitty to haul them up, get a truck, and bring them back. Get a horse You, you grab them, you tell truck. them, guys, we made a big mistake. It's too warm here. You're going back to Aunt Georgiana's house. Somebody, I'm, I'm being very serious. Somebody was in charge of that decision. They've been around there since 1978. Right. So you mean to tell me, check this out. Bro. It, it, it only be, became too warm this year? This 20, year. 2021, yeah. That was the year that broke the musks. I think back. we had a, yeah, we had a cool last year. Yeah. So did they? It was the coolest April we've had in 100 years. And these musk oxen were probably enjoying it. Yeah. Musk ox have been a fixture at the zoo since it opened in 1978. The animals were one of five main species on the northern trail, along with tiger, moose, Asian wild horse, and camel. Minnesota had become too warm for the, mucks, the musk oxen, according to the zoo. About 10 years ago, zookeepers started noticing the increased summer heat and humidity was affecting the herd. Again, they're from the Arctic tundra. Why would you have them here and subject them to that suffering? No, that's stupid. After noticing the changes, the zoo made the decision to stop breeding musk oxen. Then they didn't go along with that and not acquire any new herd members. Over the next 10 years, the herd shrunk until only two senior females remained. Mm. Both had a number Couple of, of old cows. <laughs> both, <laughs> both had a number of age-related challenges that became compounded by the spring and summer heat. I'm going to say B as in B, S as in S. Mm -hmm. They had to put these two poor beasts down, probably, because, you know, they had Alzheimer's or something. You know, they, they, 
They were all screwed up. Did uh-huh. they go to Such, did they go to waste? They Tell me they caped them out and quartered them and ground them up. And <laughs> yeah, they caped them out real uh, nice and tight here. Yeah, and, looking uh, good. Turned them into bratwurst. So uh, <laughs> would that be a nice rug? Don't they have a nice? So in April, April, which was just miserable, the zoo decided to humanely euthanize the pair. How was that done? Uh, I don't know. The Minnesota Zoo had one of the most successful musk-ox breeding records of any North American facility with over 65 calves born at the zoo since 1980. The zoo has not said whether it will replace the musk-ox with other species. For now, a group of Asian wild horses will occupy the former musk-ox habitat. To humanely dispatch two musk-oxen, is that when you just... Put a little peanut butter on the end of the uh, the end of the rifle there, just to <laughs> give them a head start. But gee whiz, uh, I'm worried no, about the horses. No, how long do you think they'll be around before we're eating those for dinner? Well, Ooh. well, why 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 did you bring them there in the first place? Well, I'm just wondering if Grund, uh, if he's going to grind up some muskox <laughs> for us, and uh, you know, specialized clientele, oh. but. No, you know why? At Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in, on Highway 61, the highway of meat and love in Hugo, uh, Wagyu steak is what's taking the country by storm. It's delicious. It's Wagyu. the best steak you will did ever Did you ha- finally have, have some? I've had some. I did not get any from Grunhofer's yet, but I've had some, and I will tell you, it is the best steak you will ever have. Well, they, Don't they, screw it up. They come from a Japanese cattle breed, and Spencer is working with a farmer who in Minnesota is exclusively raising this particular breed of cattle. It's the marbling inside the, the it's, beef it's, that it's, is it's fantastic. Supposed to, I've read about it over the years. It's supposed to be just fantastic. And they have that now at uh, Groundhopper's Old Fashioned Meat, including Wagyu Burgers. Now, this would be uh, for a, to, to get a steak like that. See it, how I turned to the food guy? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> let's face facts here. It's not the cheapest cut of meat, so it would be for a special occasion. This isn't just for a Sunday afternoon dinner. You would really want to celebrate that by preparing it properly and not screwing it up. Now, the fact that he's got the burgers, which are going to be a lot cheaper, you can still get the great taste yeah. without making the big steak and the ordeal. Well, plus there's the meatloaf and the steaks and yep. the burgers and the brats and the bacon and the ham and the seasoning. You know the drill. And oh, a new yeah. Grunhofer's opening in Forest Lake sometime this June. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats it's on, on Highway, Highway 61, 61 at, at the, the north, north end of, of Hugo. Hugo. When he gets hungry, he gets really crabby. Here's Joe Souchere. I'm not hungry, and I'm not crabby. I'm not hungry because I just had some bang-bang chicken wings from Lulu's. Play the music, Mm -hmm. Chris. Chris, play the music. Chris, say something. Talk to us. Why can't we hear you, Chris? GLers, if you're pondering a big project, uh, maybe, I don't know, turning that tar paper shack of yours into a homestead finally, please ponder aimhighconstructionmn.com. Aim High Construction, they're currently working for us all over Gumption. They're doing projects like roofing, siding, decks, kitchen, basement, you name it. They can do it. Uh, but here's the deal. They need time. They're busy. Book solid through the summer. Uh, and materials, still hard to find certain materials. So you're going to want to call them right now today. Uh, go on the website, Aim High Construction MN. Get them booked. Find out when they can do your project. Indoor projects, they love doing those in the winter. Outdoor, maybe they can get up and uh, throw some shingles on your joint or a new deck, whatever. But the thing is, you got to call and talk to 
uh, Chris at Aim High Construction. Once again, it's aimhighconstructionmn.com. Before you jump in, let me finish some muck o- musk oxen. I looked them up. Okay. Uh, they're about anywhere from 400 to 900 pounds. Their conservation status is at least concern, so their population is stable. Their lifespan is 12 to 20 years, and uh, they really don't do anything but just dig around and okay. eat stuff. All right. Yeah. So what you're telling me, these two old babes at the zoo were ready to check out anyway. I think, yeah, I, I think it's much less of a loss or a concern than I, than I thought of initially. Terrible, uh, terrible weekend of violence. Oh, oh my God. In, in Minneapolis. Including a nine-year-old girl bouncing on a trampoline who got shot uh, and is in terrible condition. She's alive. Her name is Trinity Smith. Uh, and I bring it up because uh, City Council Member Philippe Cunningham tweeted Sunday evening that the shooting wouldn't be tolerated if it were happening anywhere else. Well, that's a ridiculous statement. It's not tolerated where it happened. Right. He said that Mayor Jacob Fry did not support the council's strategy for addressing gun violence in North Minneapolis. You don't have a strategy. No, not at all. And there isn't one, to be fair to you morons and you incompetent city council people in Minneapolis. There is no strategy. You're dealing with a lack of moral character here, the loss of moral and ethical integrity. And you think you're going to come up with a solution by having some more community meetings? These are bad actors. These are people with no respect for life. The the girl got shot because these morons were driving down the alley and shot at a house. Yeah. And then she catches the, uh, she's the second shot. 19 children have been shot in Minneapolis since January 1st. 19 children. Uh, Presumably all uh, unintended uh, victims of the of this gunplay, and then it, it got it got bad enough that well there was a woman shot multiple times Saturday at 5:30, a child shot in the head. That's Trinity. Uh, two men, one woman shot Sunday 1 a.m. Sunday 1 a.m. Street racing, police and crowd clash, two officers injured. Sunday 2 a.m. Nothing good happens at 2 a.m. Right. Police and crowd clash, five arrested, three injured, including one officer. Sunday 3:30 a.m. One man found shot the the uh, at a 2 a.m. bar closing in downtown fights broke out and stabbing was reported police responded eventually finding two people with substantial head wounds some of the bar patrons fought with police including a person who used a large stick to hit an officer while another person sprayed chemical irritant irritant at the officers uh, then earlier at 1 a.m. a group of drivers gathered near Hennepin and Lagoon in Uptown for racing and exhibition driving. Police officers who were called to the scene to disperse people uh, when people started throwing objects at them. Two coppers had to be taken to HCMC for treatment. So we're turning on the police now when they arrive. Oh yeah, not only are we doing that, but your guy, Philippe, in pointing out the mayor, he, he's all he's doing is diverting attention from himself because him and his cohorts and the, and the city council are the sole reason all of this crime is happening today. It is, it is risen exponentially with each demand to get rid of the police absolutely. department. Absolutely. And who's been, whose voice has been the loudest? This His. nutcase. His. And yeah. he turns on the mayor, who is not much better, but at least recognizes the fact that 
we need more cops. Minneapolis will rue the day if they do not reelect Fry. Now consider oh, what I've God. said about Fry. God, I can't believe over you're the last that, year. <laughs> do you, but it's you all understand slow. why I'm saying that? Yeah. Because whoever would follow Fry would be 100 times worse than Fry. It'd be Philippe Cunningham. It'd be Philippe Cunningham. Who almost sounds like he's trying to position himself for that. Yeah. He's always at odds with the mayor. Philippe Cunningham, you have no strategy. And the more you want to defund the police, the more you want to condemn them, the more you want to stigmatize them, the more crime keeps going up to the point now where, look, you're attacking the police. Citizens are attacking the police. Right. And, and I don't hear any condemnation coming from Philippe Cunningham for that. Right. That should be the first thing you uh, condemn. Do not do that. Uh, they're here to help. They're here to put the fires out. And I don't know why it's such a relaxed pace right now to be at odds and physically fight with law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Well, they're taking a page from Antifa, which is what's going on all over, including Portland, mm-hmm. Seattle, Washington. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, uh, the more difficult it's going to be to even have a police department. Yeah. Because you are led by people who are predisposed to not want a police department. Uh, by the way, Minneapolis has more than enough signatures to place on the ballot this November. The question will be placed to the citizens. Shall we replace the police department and replace it with a Department of Public Safety, which shall include officers for those periods of time when an officer might be needed? You mean like Sunday night when there was about 40 shootings? If, in fact, that does happen, there's going to be no-go zones all over the Twin Cities, including everything over north. What do you, what, Kenny, what do you mean? Do you mean set up by escape the community? Escape from New York. Have you ever seen Escape yeah, from New yeah. York? There's going to be places where you just can't go or you're going to get killed. Now for the best part of the story about that, uh, that being placed. Uh, with the help of George Soros's half million dollars, there's a group in Minneapolis, I think it's called Yes for Minneapolis. Right. They, they're, they successfully uh, uh, gathered the uh, signatures for a petition. They gathered 25,000 names. The city clerk's office had to check those names against voting records. Okay. You ready? Cross-referencing to make sure they're legit. Oh, this should be 12, uh, 12,000 of the 25,000 names were legit. Wow. Wow, half. Wow. Not even half. That's amazing. What does that tell you about voting day? <laughs> wow. 14,000 names, 14,000 names did not make the cut for the petition. So you're finally on my side. You finally understand what I've been saying. About? About the voting and the fraud that's going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just... Chris, Chris, you sure you don't want the mic? Well, uh, St. Paul was not without its violence. Two guys were shot on Maryland Avenue and Hazelwood Street. 8.45 p.m. Saturday. They're in critical condition. Uh, there's no strategy in either city. There's no strategy the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings because the people in the salon uh, are not capable of acknowledging that this is the, uh, this is the uh, activity of corrupted people of people who, for a variety of reasons, have found themselves in positions in life where uh, a gun is part of their daily life, and, and they're not going to uh, 
they're not going to worry about who they shoot. They're what? not. They're not. Obviously, they're not worrying about where these bullets end up when you take a little girl out of action, uh, bouncing on a trampoline at a birthday party. And in Philippe Cunningham, where do you think that would not be tolerated? Is he? What what could prevent that, Philippe? Maybe on Lake, does he mean, you know, if this happened in front of a mansion on Lake of the Isles, what does he expect would happen? Right, or Southwest. Yeah, sure. so so yeah. What, so no, uh, Philippe, it, it wouldn't be tolerated there or anywhere else. What are you going to do about it? These are bad people, he's not bad blame, strategies. He's going to blame the mayor. He's going to blame the mayor. He's having a fight with the mayor. What is going to be our knight in shining armor? What is How low is it going to go before whoever, uh, like Philippe, uh, realizes, oh my God, we're we're doomed. What event? What no, number? No, is it is no, it fifty no, people? No. Is it fifty miners that are shot in their backyard? Before it it compels him to say what? Before there's some type of recognition that we're we're just going into the quicksand deeper and deeper Before and deeper. Before this turns around, and, mm-hmm. and then to actually, and I don't even know what turning it around is. There is no turning it around. I've come to that sad conclusion. How, well, do you, how do you turn this around? Well, if we're already fighting with law enforcement officers when they show up to be peacekeepers, uh, again, that's going to escalate, too. It's not just going to be no. pepper spray and rocks. No, there's turning it around. If the root cause of this gunplay and violence is behavior, which it is, well, how are you going to turn that around? Well, you start by keeping them in jail. Well, that, that would be a tremendous start, but that's not happening. The cops and, know all these bad guys by name. You go pick up every single one of them, and you put them in there, and you hold them for, you know, it starts with the judges. We're going to need a jail the size of this fairground. Judge, Why? what's her name? Uh, Judge Ostby? we got Ostby? the meat locker that the governor bought. Up, uh, that's right. What's the lady? Judge Ostenby? Is she the one that said the guy that was breaking into the, the gnome and has 23 felonies uh, he he can't. Um, he's not competent to stand trial, uh, not to to be in court. Mm-hmm. So they just dismiss the charges, and he goes out and does it. Catch again. and release is killing us too. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts. You mm-hmm. pick them all up and you keep them, and then we go to the home and the family and the life and and whatnot. Everything you've been talking about. Well, and then you get leaders in there like uh, the Reverend Tim and all of his uh, friends and family, and and you know you make some changes, but. It's not going to happen for years, Such. No, it's almost like you have to snap your fingers and wish everybody could start over. Yeah. No, you need a, a do-over. Yeah, we need a do-over. Mulligan. Well, I'll tell you what. I want to hear from John Height because there's a lot of news, and uh, he's the news guy. <laughs> and wow. he, he really covers it well. That's breaking it down. That's really and breaking he, it down, uh, I think. He's well, got his finger I'm on the get, pulse. Okay, I'm getting this right now out of Joe for some reason. I, you don't have to stall, Joe. You, you don't have to stall. No, I'm thinking, you know, you haven't heard from him yet today. He hasn't said much. Eh, a couple things. He almost so. jumped in with the voting stuff. You know, there's, only four, there's only four microphones, and John has one and doesn't use it. <laughs> hey, I tried to give it to Reavers. He wouldn't take it. All right. Here's, why don't we uh, take a time out? better than a good day at work so by my standards that means a bad day fishing with a good cigar is probably the best day ever and the best way to make that great bad day fishing is to get that great cigar from Sodi's 
Whew, that was a long way, wasn't it? <laughs> when when you roll into Sodi's to buy your cigars, you'll find out it's a great experience, a great shop with a huge humidor stocked with a wide variety of cigars, a wonderful smoking lounge, uh, all separated from the purchasing area, and it has a state-of-the-art ventilation system in, so you can go in, smoke your cigar, walk out, and not carry that smell home with you. The only thing missing here is a fishing pond or a creek. Uh, the guys at Sodi's, they have the knowledge to pick out exactly what's right for you. Cigars, that is, not crawlers or minnows. Uh, but if you're an old cigar pro, in that case, look into joining the Sodi's Club. That's a special membership. You receive a personal cigar locker there in the store and a 15% discount on all merchandise. They're located right off Highway 36, south side of 36 on Osgood and Stillwater. It's the last light right before you head over the new bridge. Hang a right on Osgood. You'll see Sodi Cigar and Pipe immediately on your right. You'll also find them at SodiCigars.com. And when you roll in there, tell them that the uh, crew at Garage Logic Podcast sent you. can do a liner with a mouthful of Lulu Bang Bang Chicken in his mouth. <laughs> He's the rookie. <laughs> Thanks, Rook. Hey, I'm here for our buddies at Harmony Spirits, by the way, over there, fellas. Joe, so they're featuring their Harmony Cruiser. I saw the vehicle. In the, uh, in the parade today. Check that out. Oh, boy, that's Dang. nice. Name that vehicle, boys. Uh, that is. Charger with the four on the floor, three on the tree. That's a Trans Am of some sort, Pontiac. Okay. It's yeah. an Oh, Joe, you nailed it. Is it? Did I get it right? He did get it right. Uh, AMC. So GLers, once we're done, if you want to go check it out, it's on the corner over here. Uh, but uh, bigger than that, uh, Harmony Spirits are the best handcrafted spirits made right here in our state of Minnesota, down in Harmony, Minnesota. So go online, sign up for that monthly newsletter, and you can win a free bottle of Harmony Spirits, just like so many other GLers have. But continue to go into your local liquor store. That is how all of you GLers have helped grow the brand of Harmony Spirits. Uh, check out their Twitter account at Harmony Spirits on Twitter and uh, tell them when you stop down at that beautiful tasting room, which you guys are going to see me this weekend, by the way, for that spring cocktail menu because that tasting room is absolutely gorgeous. Stop in and tell them that the Dum Dums from GL sent you their way. And just a quick warning, yep, word of warning, that bottle of vodka from Harmony Spirits in the backyard drinks really fast. Yeah, she, she didn't make really her through fast. the weekend, huh, Rook? No, she drinks really fast. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. We're joined by Scott Lambert. Uh, we've talked to Scott over the years at the auto show, and you are uh, – give me your exact title with the car dealers. Well, I'm president of the Greater Metro Auto Dealers Association, right. which owns the car show, and we put the car show on every year. Do you like it outside? We love it here. We love it at the fairgrounds. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're very happy being here. We were the last big event to happen in North America at the convention center. Right. The show kind of crumbled out from under us as covid hit and it was very demoralizing and we decided we couldn't get back to the convention center in march they'd only allow 250 people in the building right. so we took a gamble and decided to come to the state fair and hopefully get on the other side of the pandemic and for the most part it's it's paid off we've had real strong crowds this weekend it's been good uh you have a lot on your plate right now <laughs> yes <laughs> with uh, yes we do with essentially unelected people telling auto dealers what kind of vehicles they have to have on their lots yeah, we're fighting the California Car Initiative. Why um, do we have to have the California Initiative? We're Minnesota, completely different environment and climate. Well, they would very much like an unelected progressive body from California running Minnesota economic policy, which yeah. is essentially what they'll be doing. Mm -hmm. The uh, an electric 
vehicles are, are interesting and they're they're nifty and they're they've got more technology than I could ever possibly handle. But uh, do you think they're what do you see as the how long will it be before seventy five percent of the cars on the road are electric? A long time. I mean, we're we're not opposed to electric vehicles. If people want to buy them, that's great. Yeah. But there's some problems in Minnesota. For instance, it gets really cold here about mm-hmm. three months, four months out of the year. They they lose about forty percent of their battery capacity. Uh, they don't have good range. Uh, they're expensive. They're expensive to get into. There there's only two niches. There's kind of entry level vehicles which run about twelve grand more or high performance cars. They don't make them in trucks yet. Mm-hmm. If they can start making them in trucks, if they can improve the range. Demand will will improve, and we we're all about improving demand. But the the governor and the, and the, his MPCA they want to they want to swamp us with supply. And mm-hmm. They think if we just if we just throw hundreds and hundreds and thousands of, of these vehicles on lots, people will buy them. Right. And that's not going to happen. No, I I don't see it either. Thank God I'm not doing a Schmelz ad today. The uh, <laughs> how meant what percentage of the vehicles at this car show are electric? Well, we've got our own electric ride and drive. We're all about trying to improve demand and edu- right. educate people. That's fine. It's an amazing technology, and right. we're not opposed to it. Um, but we've got our ex- we're partnering with Excel Energy, and we've got electric ride and drive. They've given 700 drives so far uh, this this weekend. People have gotten behind the wheel. So, uh, but really, it's only two percent of the entire car market, and that's maybe what it is on the show floor here right now. Oh, okay. Uh, the uh, drive event, though, uh, people here can do that right they can drive an yep. ev yep it's right over uh right next to kstp channel 5 news that, building that's right as a matter of fact and then and then uh ford has its own ride and drive and they've got a couple of mach e's in there too the, mm-hmm. the mustangs uh the you're, go ahead i was just gonna say it's rookie here scott good to see you again uh your uh your automobile dealers are they resistant to get these new electric cars or is it a new great toy to bring uh people in because it's I drove one uh, a couple of weekends ago. It was a Toyota Sienna. I had rented a car. I've never driven an electric car before, a hybrid. And I didn't like that it didn't make noise. It was very yeah. efficient. And when I returned it to the airport, I didn't. it was three, uh, three gallons of gas. So, yes, it was efficient. But You weren't in an EV. You were in a hybrid. There's a big difference. Oh, I don't even know what the difference is. Well, the EVs are totally electric. Right. That's right. Totally that's electric. What they want. They you want you had electric. a gas engine in that thing that you could fall back on. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't yes. have a bleeping clue what you're talking about. <laughs> well, no, but I'm just saying it was a neat it was a neat toy to to look at and stuff. But if I was going to go across uh, to New York or something like that, I had 400 miles, and then what? I've got to get a charging place. Oh, uh, you have a hybrid. You would just buy some gas and then plug the damn thing in when you're done doing your stuff. Hey, Rook. Right? Did you just say across? That's not how it works either. Across. How's it work, John? Would somebody please remove this extremely intoxicated man from our crowd, please? Let me let me make it easy for you. Here, here, Scott. Yeah, we'll go to the top here, Scott problem. Lambert. Yeah. So, some of the some of the hybrids you plug in to recharge, and yep. some of them just recharge from the engine as you go as you go along. All right. You okay. still got to put gas in the engine though. Right. Yeah, because while I was driving, they had it was a a picture of the battery, the engine, 
and it was a, it was a flowing uh, arrows. And if I l took my foot off the gas, it would go to to battery. If I went this, it was just really it was a neat toy. That's Good. Driving by yeah. pictures. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get some pics. I can run up to my car and get some pictures, Scotty. We'll check it all out. Scott, how long does the show run here at the fairgrounds? It runs through next Sunday. Yep. And we're planning on weather like this the entire Yeah, you're really, this is the first decent week of spring, maybe. It yeah, really, yeah, really worked really, out for really, you. Really fabulous. Yeah. We had really strong crowds this weekend. Well, thanks for having us, and uh, good luck. I love it outdoors. Maybe that'll become a tradition, huh? We'd love to come back here. If the fair will have us, we'd yep. love to come back. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, with the fair, this is three times as big as it was. Yep. Because it goes all the way up Machinery Hill, and, and we have mm. a we have a lot to see here. Wonderful. Thank you, Scott uh, Lambert. Yep. The car was green. Good. That was good. It was a green Sienna. Why don't we take a short time out and come back with our newsman? I just hit that record thing there, Kenny. Right there. Yeah. He's live in drive at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Here's Joe Suchere. <laughs> it's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. And seafoam engine treatment, Matthew, Yep. it's made for you. What do I do with it? Well, Just put I it always, in there and it's a miracle. I always thought it was made for guys who knew where to find the front end of a car and no, an engine and the battery it's for dummies. and the dipstick. It's for guys like you. Um, it, to quote w what you always say, we were doing it wrong. I yeah. was doing it wrong. You're doing it all I wrong. I assumed wrong. Uh, and, and in your case, Seafoam High Mileage Motor Treatment is, is yeah. made for you because you don't buy cars with less than 200,000 miles on them, right? No, no. I get a really good price on them. You bring them up to Schoonover, <laughs> yep. have them uh, clean them up, make Boom. Them, drive them for a few months, and yeah. then leave them abandoned on the side of the road. I exactly. got a text from my brother with a film clip of his 40-horse Yamaha outboard in a barrel running and it hadn't been and all the text said was that bleeping sea foam nice. <laughs> it's just nice. amazing it's amazing so uh rookie and what did you discover in your garage here in the last week uh snowblower no you said oh you yeah it was a it was a sea foam it but it was it wasn't for the gas it was for the trans it was trans tune trans tune did you, did you dump it in yeah yeah what was i supposed to put it in <laughs> Oh. Transmission? Oh, well, the, no, thing with the, the thing with the high mileage motor treatment, you can either put that right into the gas, or if you want, you can put it into the crank if you know where to add oil. Anyway, it is, and it's available everywhere. You don't have to find it in the back of your garage. You can get it everywhere from a uh, hardware store to an auto parts store, gas station, um, bakery. It's there. It's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas at Seafoam. Here's John Height. Thanks, Joe. We, uh, we have a budget deal. Leaders in Minnesota's divided legislature and Governor Walls agreed to spend $52 billion, with a B, dollars on the next two-year budget, <sighs> using an influx of federal relief dollars to avoid tax hikes while increasing spending on education. However, state leaders did say Monday that work remains on major policy provisions, including police reform and Governor Walls' emergency powers. House Speaker Melissa Hortman said this is a numbers-only agreement the legislature is constitutionally required to adjourn by midnight, uh, meaning uh, some work could start today, but much will probably have to be finished in a special session. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Paul Gazelka said that will likely happen on June 14th when the governor is expected to extend his pandemic emergency powers for another 30 days, automatically requiring lawmakers to come back. 
The adjournment date lines up with the delayed deadline to file taxes. That's today. And leaders have been trying to reach a deal exempting federal paycheck protection program loans and unemployment insurance from state taxes. Who would appear here during the fair at this stage? Is sourdough this, Slim. Would this be like where Sourdough Slim would mm -hmm. be and, and uh, Charlie Parker and uh, whoever? Char not Charlie Parker. He's been dead a long time. Long Charlie time. Parr. Charlie Parr. I'm Charlie sorry. Parr, Charlie yeah. Parr. Yeah. Yeah. Bird. Bird's been dead since. That's true. Oh, 55 or so. I know, Jeff. Did you hear about the Lindbergh baby? I did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really nice uh, little pavilion, isn't oh, it? Oh, very nice. Yeah. Uh, nice shade. Yeah. And uh, a good, uh, good place to drink a couple of beers. Yeah. yeah. There's hot rumors that GL might return to the fair. What? Just what? a rumor. Just a rumor. Just one day, though. We right? don't. Well, we don't know yet. We don't know <laughs> no. yet. Uh, you talked about Joe. Horrible weekend uh, with crime. Uh, I have one to add to that. Unfortunately, that happened after all the shootings you talked about. A man was fatally shot. A woman found seriously hurt in Minneapolis early this morning, according to Minneapolis police. Uh, this one's a weird deal. Officers responded to the area of Elliott and Franklin Avenues at about 1.21 in the morning on a report of shots fired. When they got there, police found a man west of the intersection who appeared to have been shot. He was pronounced dead at the scene. A woman who was seriously hurt was also found south of the intersection. She did not appear to have been shot. Police said... Information on the extent of her injuries was unknown as of early Monday. She was taken to an ambulance, uh, taken by an ambulance, excuse me, to a nearby hospital. The preliminary investigation, according to police, indicates two vehicles were traveling westbound on Franklin Avenue when one of the vehicles hit the female pedestrian mm -hmm. east of Elliott Avenue. The vehicles continued west of Elliott. One made a U-turn in the middle of the road, and a person at that point reportedly shot the male pedestrian, according to police. Sounds, it sounds like me, and I don't want to make any assumptions that they wanted to get rid of witnesses. I, I don't know. Sure sounds that Jeez. way, doesn't it? Very, very uh, strange and odd story. Funny body noise there from somebody. Who's FBD is that? Wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> and he doesn't even have a mic, and we heard it. Boy, that was loud. Target will no longer require vaccinated customers and employees to wear masks in its stores unless mandated by local ordinances. Target joins other major retailers like Walmart and Costco on updating the mask requirement after the CDC announced last week that fully vaccinated folks can resume activities without wearing a mask in most settings. A Target spokesman had said late last week the company was reviewing updated guidance as it examined its coronavirus safety measures. The announcement has caused some confusion as we talked about earlier, as local jurisdictions have weighed how to adjust their laws and businesses. Target is offering COVID-19 vaccine appointments at nearly all of its CVS pharmacies within the stores. Target doesn't call them customers, of course, they're guests. Guests. Okay, how, how are they going to determine if the guests have been vaccinated? Are we on the honor system? You're going to have to be because it's yeah. illegal to ask. You can't oh, ask. Oh, really? Yeah, no, you cannot ask. Huh. You know what they're doing. You saw it over the weekend, all these fights that people are getting in. Mm -hmm. uh, who's that actor, Ricky Schroeder, Rick Schroeder yeah. got in a fight at, what was it, Costco? Costco yeah. uh, and was it locally that we saw the guy getting in a fight at Menards? Uh, Menards, know. yeah. So what Target, Buffalo. what Target is doing is actually brilliant. They're just saying, nah, rules pulled, we're done. Right. Adam and Sandler didn't want to wait 30 minutes at IHOP. Really? That's funny. What? You didn't see that? I guess not. No, no, I don't. No, no I don't. I, I did. Is there a punchline okay. coming here? No. I did see uh, 
Dead and Company, you know, the guys left from the Grateful Dead? Yeah. Uh, they're going out on tour in August, and you have to get uh, have show proof of vaccination before you can get a ticket. Oh, they're communists. I don't they, know they how, can't do that. I don't know how that's going to work hmm. like, if you order online. Do you have a favorite Adam Sandler movie, Joe? <laughs> have you followed uh, what Eric Clapton's been saying in the British Yeah, press? Eric's, uh, yeah. He got the AstraZeneca shot, and then his feet and hands went numb. And then he got the second shot, and six weeks later, his feet and hands went numb. Yeah. And he said he was worried he'd never be able to play guitar again. Right. No, I'm going to leave it alone. Okay, thank easy. you. Yeah. But wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Couldn't leave it alone, could you? Um, Couldn't leave it alone. <laughs> and Van Morrison, are you hip to what uh, Van is yeah, Oh, yeah. Saying? He's very uh, upset. Very yeah. upset. Van and Eric made a song together yeah. about... Uh, is it the, any good, or is it the standard boring old fare that should have never happened? Uh, the part I heard was fine. It, it was... I mean, the lyric was like, you know, little kids wrote it, but aside from that, it he was fine. He hasn't done anything since Layla. Just admit it. I won't admit it. Sorry. <laughs> Ever since uh, another coronavirus story, uh, this one, because I know uh, Joe loves to hug people. Uh, don't you, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Free hugs after the show. Free hugs, yep, for everybody here. Yep. Ever I'm looking for that rickshaw driver. To hug? Or? She gave me a ride all oh. the way in from the parking lot. Ever since coronavirus vaccines. Would you tip her? <laughs> I did. Finally, uh-huh. <laughs> tell tell us more. Joe. Yeah, tell us. She only asked twice. Well, I, for, well I, I I I didn't tip her, and uh, I was telling uh, Height and Kenny that I got the ride in here from uh, from the the gal, and they said, "Did you tip her?" And I said, "No." And then I saw her, and and so I thought, "Well, I better flag her down." And then I did tip her. I didn't know. I, I I'm I'm a good tipper. I just don't know who to tip. I'm a, I'm a good tipper. I'm a good tipper. Rookie. The Got line. the little teeny arms, though, don't I? Yeah. Little alligator arms like this. <laughs> yeah. I can't seem to find my money that doesn't make noise. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny and I gleefully watched him start trotting after. Yeah. Come on, wait. <laughs> and to make it worse, there was a GLer in the rickshaw. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ever since coronavirus vaccines became available, it's uh, become evident in parks, restaurants, and homes throughout America. Arms across your back. Hugging is now a thing again. Hmm. Yes. That good? That's yeah. my people. <laughs> Grandparents are hugging grandkids. Friends are hugging friends. Even epidemiologists, a notably cautious bunch, are hugging. For many, the return of hugs has become a welcome step toward the return of normalcy. Others, though, they've been dreading this moment for a long time. Personal space enthusiasts are sad to see their year of living huglessly come to an end even as they hold on to hope that some pandemic distancing habits might stick. There are reasons so many humans feel comforted by hugging. Like a massage, it, quote, involves stimulation and pressure receptors, and when that happens, the whole nervous system slows down and your stress hormone is reduced. Pay that, attention to the naughty hand, not what the nice hand is doing. It's your rickshaw gal. That's your right rickshaw there. gal, yep. Oh. She's waving. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Don't spend that two-buck cell in one place. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be done in 15 minutes. Come on back then. Still, for some, hugs induce stress more than relieve it. Is that true, Kenny? Huh? Do what? Yeah. Did you you catch the line in John's story? There's actually a group of people called personal space enthusiasts. Yep. Personal space What kind of fruitcakes are they? (laughs) You're sitting next to one. (laughs) Personal space enthusiasts. Love it. 
I would hug you right now. If no, these no, here. no, no. You're misinterpreting what that means. They're the people who you, don't want to. Oh, hug. right. They don't want people They're to buy the, them. They don't, want, any, space they don't want you near them. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'd, 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 I'd sway them. I'd overturn them. That they might be they the would one like group I'd join. They would like the six foot thing all the time. Yeah, forever. Or more. Yeah. Or more, yeah. yeah. Or more. I got to go to my personal space enthusiast meeting tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to talk about? Personal space. <laughs> uh, this is a bit different. Uh, millionaires who have called on the rich to pay more taxes are having protests today in New York and Washington, including in the front of Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos' homes. Wait, wait, what? Uh huh. Yeah. So, so rich folks okay. who want more taxes are protesting. In various places, including in front of the homes of Amazon CEO Jeff so the, Bezos. So the people that are richer than them, that's what they're protesting. Apparently, well, yeah, Jeff's richer than everybody, isn't he? I think. Yeah, yeah. The effort organized by the Patriotic Millionaires, whose members boast annual incomes of over $1 million or assets worth over $5 million. The group launched its tax day campaign on Monday and includes mobile billboards that'll make stops in front of Bezos homes in New York and Washington. Leaders of the Patriotic Millionaires said they are organizing a group of up to 30 protesters to converge on the Bezos New York residence with a billboard that says, cut the BS, but it spells out BS, tax the rich. The move to blast Bezos in front of his home comes as President Biden and Democratic lawmakers are trying to raise taxes on corporations and those making over 400 grand in order to pay for their $2 trillion infrastructure proposal. Uh, Bezos' net worth is about $185 billion, according to Forbes. He's been the target of progressives for the need to raise taxes on the wealthy. Say, uh, I'm stealing Kenny's microphone for just a minute. I want to tell a quick tomball story. Um, (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Rook, are you getting what I'm getting? Yep. Um, So, Joe, you were mentioning climate change and yada yada earlier in the show. It just hit 75. So we're here live. I think that means it's you know garage op- door opener time. No, don't you it's think? not a Friday. Open up oh, the garage. I think open her up. I thought open it up. You know, we're special occasion. Not a Friday. Oh, it's I'll not a Friday. I, I thought I thought not it meant a, first. Not a Friday. Damn. 70, Rules but. are made to be broken. <laughs> it's not a Friday. <laughs> I respect your effort, Chris. A breakdown Saturday on the Arizona roller coaster left 22 people hanging sideways 20 feet above the ground oh for two God. hours. Oh, that's oh, tough. Oh, that's that hard on is you. my worst nightmare. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Almarez was on there. He told KSAZ there were a lot of kids on there, and they were really terrified. It happened about 5.30. Well, on now the it's funny. <laughs> Is this when you, you do the, like, rock the boat thing, <laughs> jumping in the elevator? The 5.30 breakdown took place on the Desert Storm roller coaster at Castles and Coasters Amusement Park in Phoenix. Firefighters rescued riders from the stalled coaster using extension ladders and a high-angle uh, belay system. The Phoenix Fire Department reported on Twitter no injuries were reported. You see this train here? Yeah. Yeah? That's been here since I was a kid, but it keeps getting pushed farther and farther away. I wonder if someday it'll just be gone. Just kind of like us, huh, Sue? Yeah. <laughs> pushed Didn't it used to be down here someplace? Yeah, Heritage Square. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's uh, up there. It's going to be just moving away. Oh, that you, was uh, the museum, right? Yeah. You'd go through and you'd see the old... Yeah, uh, uniforms. Yeah. Is she, um, has she moved you into the shed yet? They got her outside the <laughs> fence now. She's outside the fence. You got a queen size in the shed, a little TV. <laughs> I got a little AM radio. <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the old antenna. I put that on the windowsill, and if I turn it just right, I get the Twins game. Nice. Not, yeah. a, not a lot to listen to on that AM radio not, not anymore. Not really, no, no. 
Australia's oldest living man says he has the secret to long life. 111-year-old Dexter Kruger says it comes from eating chicken brains. Oh, what? The retired cattle rancher told Australian Broadcasting Corporation in an interview at his nursing home in the rural Queensland state town of Roma days before the milestone that a weekly poultry delicacy had contributed to his longevity. That's a prank, right? Nobody does that. Chicken brains. Here's a quote from Mr. Kruger. You know, chickens have a head, and in there, there's a brain. And they're delicious little things. There's only one little bite. Really? Jeez. Kruger's 74-year-old son, Greg, credits his dad's simple outback lifestyle for his long life. Nursing home manager Melanie Calvert said Kruger, who is writing his autobiography, was probably one of the sharpest residents there, despite being the oldest. Yeah, but he hasn't known where he's at for the last 15 years. Give me a break. Sharp. Rook, how do you prepare a chicken brain? What, what do you do there? Marinate it? Uh, I would marinate it. I would go teriyaki. Yeah. Uh, at least two hours. Uh-huh. And then you'd want to just, in a pan, don't bake it. You would just sear that right in the pan and take her. I think there's going to be a booth this year, I think. They are. Chicken brain booth. Uh, deep fried chicken brains. Believe me, people would eat them if they did it. <laughs> oh, I can get you a chicken brain, yeah. Get you a chicken brain by 3 o'clock. One bite and they're all done. In New Hampshire, state police say they clocked three drivers going more than 115 miles an hour among 46 who were traveling at speeds in excess of 90 miles an hour in the span of just a few hours early Sunday in the Seacoast region. The state police, using troopers and cruisers and members of the state police aviation unit, stopped 121 motor vehicles between 6 and 11 a.m., uh, troopers, uh, the speed limit going through the area is 65 miles an hour. Uh, we had the three going over 115 and another 10 stopped for going over 100 miles an hour. They've uh, been charged with reckless operation that can result in a license suspension. In addition to speed and reckless driving, several drivers face charges of uh, driving with expired registration and not having valid licenses. Do we get any makes of the cars? None whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No. Suits. You're going down the freeway, speed limit's 70. You're doing, I don't know, 75. You see a car coming up behind you in the mirror. Yeah. He goes by at about a buck 20. Yep. What do you do? I can take it up to about 80. Yeah. That's that's, that's the American way. Because that's he's going to get caught before that's me. That's your blocker. Yeah. I, right. I don't understand Smoky. people that want to slow people down. You see somebody coming in the mirror, let them go. Oh, yeah. Drawing all the attention, you spool it up to 80, 90. Then you got you a new made. rabbit. You got yeah. the rabbit out in front yeah. of you. Yeah. Hallelujah. God bless this country. I did notice uh, on the way over here, I, I haven't been on the roads a lot lately because, you know, I've been doing the show from home. Sure. There's a lot of traffic again. I know. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, it's Crashes, car fires. A lot, lot, of, lot of bad breakdowns. Drivers, so. Can I tell left, you something about that? Can, road 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 can I tell road. you something about that? Yeah. That's why uh, people's work habits are going to be changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a little spoiled about traffic during the last year. So uh, I would look at Center Point of Mendota Heights Commercial Office Park. It's an eight-building campus, rolling, shaded grounds, 10 minutes from everywhere with easy access to 55, Highway 62, 494, 694. But you're working in a park-like setting. You're not fighting downtown construction. You're not fighting snowstorms to get downtown. You're not fighting long waits in an elevator. These are single-story. Park right in front. Customize the building any way you want. It's really going to be the new way for employers and employees to get back into a work-like setting that accommodates everyone and accommodates the changing, the changing work nature that we're all experiencing. It's called Center Point of Mendota Heights Commercial Office Park. I've been there and driven through it. It's really, really nifty. And if you want one of those great drone tours, 
go to escapetomendota.com. One word, escapetomendota.com. I have another one of those uh, streaming stories that drives all you guys crazy. Uh, AT&T now apparently will join its massive media operations that include CNN, HBO, TNT, and TBS in a $43 billion deal with Discovery. The owner of Lifestyle Networks, including Food Network and HGTV, the new media company enters a streaming arena that's been flooded in the past two years with new players, including those that owned are owned by AT&T and Discovery, which operated HBO Max and Discovery Plus, respectively. Industry analysts think the deal Monday is a signal that more mergers are ahead for the TV world. One prominent analyst had been saying Comcast, NBC Universal, should merge with Warner Media. Uh, it's not immediately clear what the new company would mean for customers, but it will likely allow the bundling of streaming services, uh, much like what Disney does with Hulu and ESPN, a standalone streaming service for CNN is also apparently a possibility. What did he just say, Joe? I have no idea. Yeah, same here. Possibility. No it's a possibility, sir. Something about CNN. TV. Something about TV. Yeah. yeah. Something about yeah. TV. Yeah. And in a desperate attempt to make her ex-boyfriend jealous, a woman in Germany faked an elaborate wedding to get revenge on an old flame. A TikTok. Thanks, Chris. Now I wish you had a microphone. <laughs> Fake the whole thing, huh, John? A TikTok video of her envy-inducing antics has gone viral with more than 1.8 million views and thousands of comments. 24-year-old Sarah Villard revealed her rock-bottom moment to the tune of Gnarls Barkley's 2006 hit, Crazy, showing pictures of her holding hands with a groom for hire wearing a long white dress. Villard lives in Frankfurt, Germany, split from her former boyfriend in 2019 and hatched the envy-inducing plan shortly after. She rented out Frankfurt's Villa, uh, Villa, would that be Villa? No, that'd be Villa Kennedy, and rounded up her friends to play the roles of bridesmaids. She posted pictures of her inst- on her Instagram where she was certain her ex-boyfriend would see them. She said the ex did see them, uh, showed up to the house, wanted to talk to her, but she ignored so him. She her, wasn't interested. No Go zone. But, guy, her, none of her friends said, hey, uh, meathead, um, maybe this isn't the best idea. After he showed up and talked to her, she uh, then blocked and deleted him from her social media and Boy, her life a, forever. Mm, wow, that story. hurts. That's a hell of a story. That hurts. Uh, thank you, John. You're, you're welcome. You're out of yeah. news, uh, we can yeah. tell, right? <laughs> well, when you get to the fake wedding, you're, uh, you're at the end, I think. What are you going to do? All right, back at the auto show in just a moment. I was just talking to Tim Bloom of EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake, and that inventory of 300 Yamaha and Bentelli e-bikes is, uh, they're leaving the store, uh, and the weather's getting better. 250 bikes left in inventory, and that inventory is important because many e-bike retailers are not able to secure uh, any stock. It's been such a hit, and that is uh, one of the great, uh, great, aspects of EcoFun Motorsports is not only inventory, but you'll get the correct fit, the correct frame size, the correct tires, the correct seat and handlebars. You'll be well taken care of. It's right on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake and uh, also a full line of Yamaha products, youth recreational equipment and uh, helmets, apparel, and a great service department. EcoFun Motorsports on the uh, Highway of Love, Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. Beautiful. 
Wonderful. Well, you know what? If you're poking around and you're going to the Twin Cities Auto Show here at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds, while you're driving in or while you're driving home, you might want to find a brand new podcast that's going to entertain you. As if we haven't entertained you on Garage Logic enough today, then you would go to Pod, really. M- Pod MN on your smartphone. <laughs> that's Pod MN on your smartphone or on your computer, PodMN.com, to find a full library of audio pleasure. I, I'm guessing, Chris, now you have to go back to the station and add all the music and, mm-hmm. and all the. Right? Yeah. You're going to do all that. Post-op. All the post-production that needs to be done to this, right? I might have to have a beer at at, uh, Lulu's before I go do that. That's kind of why I was asking. Yeah. (laughs) Say, and now also with Father's Day just around the corner. This This is is pretty big because stuff is going to go fast. We have a limited edition Father's Day pop-up shop that is at garagelogic.com. It is open through the 24th of May, and there are some great items. Go to garagelogic.com and check out the items that are available. Get them while they're gone. The limited edition Father's Day pop-up shop at garagelogic.com. So I went there this morning. Yes, I did as well. I already told Brooke, who's right over here, who's in charge of all of that. She's the brains of the operation. And I bought four of the Garage Logic trucker hats that we had. Remember at the last year that we were on the radio at the fair? That sold out over the first weekend, and we didn't reorder anymore. And then my brother stole mine. So... (laughs) Make sure you get them because they are. That's it, and they're 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 the sale closes on May 24th. Brooke, is that correct? Uh, be, to be able to ship in time for Father's Day. So make sure you go online and check out that website. <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> All right, that should wrap it up here, folks. Thank you for coming out to the auto show for our uh, stunning crowd that's giving us a standing ovation. And remember, the Twin Cities Auto Show is a great place, and it's outdoors this year at the Minnesota State Fair. Coming out and check out some cylinders. And uh, before you go, there's an entire basket of T-shirts over here that Rookie volunteered to uh, to hand out once we were done with the uh, the recording for you loyal GLers that stopped by. I did. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, you noise. sure did, Rook. That's so nice of you. So uh, we'll try to disperse them. Uh, we got enough for everybody, I think, here. If you missed out, Rook will buy you one at the Garage Logic pop-up shop. The thanks, GLers. Thank you. you Take bet. care, bros. Also, sign up for the Garage Logic YouTube channel, and thanks to all of you, the thousands of GLers that have already done so. Just search Garage Logic on YouTube.